Earlier, I was, uh, Sean, I was uh, kind of messing around listening to some podcasts uh, about the Valero Open. I don't want to spend too much time on that. I don't want to really, like, sit here and, and criticize people, but there are some really bad podcasts out there that, that talk golf. And I'm, I'm just trying to understand who who listens to those. I, I, I mean, do you know people who listen to those kinds of podcasts? Well, apparently you. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> yeah. So I know you. True. Right, me, yes. Uh I don't know. I don't have time for podcasts really like I find them a waste of time um in general and I don't ever listen to them. What are your so, what like what yeah. are your connections with cuz I know you're you're a you're a contractor for Roto Grinders. What's like do you have any communication with any of those people like of that of that in that uh, community, do they talk about that kind of stuff? None whatsoever. I'm I'm not I'm not really allowed because I don't have like a good rotor grinders ranking, and those guys are like, I don't know. They have a show. I used to watch their show a lot, um, but that was when I wasn't I was not working and stuff. Um, yeah. So no, I don't okay. ever get to talk to them. They're kind of like out of my league. They're they're beyond my level of expertise. Okay, so and I was I was mostly fascinated, and you you touched on this. I can't remember if it was actually on the pod on Monday, or I shouldn't I shouldn't say days of weeks because I don't I don't post these the same day we we uh, record. But but the um, you were talking about how uh, and I don't know how to pronounce his name. I, I just call him Benny Benny on what what you know his his um, he's popular this week at, at the according to the uh, various experts. But he was he hasn't been popular all season long. We, we've been writing him for, for months, years, I feel like. And now he's super popular. And you were kind of musing about putting a moment ago in our group chat. Give us a little, you know, a quick walkthrough on, on your putting theory. Well, I mean, it's... You can't quite say putting doesn't matter, but it's just way more variant than most people give it credit for. And not only that, like, it's a variant tournament tournament, but, like, like in the MLB, there's guys who, like, just don't or can't hit home runs and are, like, never going to. I, I mean, occasionally a guy juices or, like, does some crazy workout or changes his swing and, and changes his swing to home runs. But, like, generally, like, there's guys who just don't hit home runs. And you kind of see that on the PGA Tour where there's guys that are bad putters for like year after year after year. But then they'll honestly improve. Like it's putting. Like a 12-year-old can do it. Like it's not like you're physically incapable. And like if you set your mind to it and practice, it's like shooting free throws where like almost everybody can get better at it. Now there's like a spectrum there, of course, but... I'll just say, like, Lucas Glover, Webb Simpson, these are guys that were once atrocious, atrocious putters and have put up, like, they've actually changed their game. Um, and then you've got examples like a Jordan Spieth, who was, like, the most unconceivably good putter ever, who's had, like, a year solid of being just wickedly bad. And well, so, so let's talk Spieth. Yeah. Let's, sorry, I'm just going to cut you off there. Let's talk Spieth again for a minute. He's... I'm seeing a couple of, of, of 
I don't know what to call these people, but I'll, I'll just use experts. I'll, I'll call them experts. They're posting on, on websites about how Spieth is ready to break out. He's ready to come back. He's, he's going to return to form. And you would call that hogwash. Would you not? I mean, I just, I want to know why somebody would say that. Like, show me, like, a reason why, other than just this silly gut thing, like, it's time. And, like, Spieth has said some quotes. Spieth is, like, saying his game is back, blah, blah, blah. But, like, if you look at the numbers, he's not hitting the ball well at all. So let me give you a, let me, let me just read off what this guy is writing. Uh, I'll just, I'll even use his name. His name is Aaron White, SportingNews.com. In a field like this, Spieth is more than capable of running away with a win if he gets right this week. As a result of his recent play, his ownership will be low in tandem with his already diminished price tag. That's a steal. Eventually, Spieth is going to turn it around, and you want to be ahead of the turnaround instead of reactively trying to catch up with it. Taking advantage of the opportunity Spieth offers this week is what makes a good DFS player. So he's he's not giving any real wow uh, logic. He's just other than he thinks Spieth will turn it around. It's basically like the Krusty the Clown, um, <laughs> the Krusty the Clown gambling take, like kind of expanded with a bunch of extra words added in. And the Krusty the Crown gambling take would be, but the Washington Generals were due. And, yeah, the law of averages, right? He's yeah. due. Yeah, he's due. And, okay, so you could copy and paste that exact block of text and put it into any article for the past 50 weeks, right? And it, it would be the same take, and you would have lost pretty much all 50 of those weeks. So, I mean, I don't, I just don't agree, yeah. Do you remember when the Sporting News was an actual publication that you would, you, know, you would see maybe at your local gas station and you might oh yeah I've yeah I used to get them man it was wow that was the best for like baseball stuff that and Baseball Weekly was my was my yeah. favorite uh, back in the day man yeah I used to love that stuff dig into one of those I, we should we should make a, a what do you, what do we call it not brick and mortar like a hard copy what do you call that like something that's not on the internet a hard copy yeah i guess hard copy i thought there's a different like journalism a newspaper yeah anyway we should make a Magazine? no like a cool phrase for it but anyway we, we'll figure it out later we should brick make a said brick and mortar but i don't know yeah like that... the equivalent of like brick and mortar but for newsprint Hard copy, but that's not the right phrase. Anyway, you're wasting my time. Um, yeah, I'm wasting everyone's make, time while we, while we talk about jargon. It's, it's good, we yeah. should make a hard copy golf publication that you can actually purchase in supermarkets, like a a golfing news. Okay, golfing news. You don't think? We well, could, those they, I don't know if they still exist, but there were always, I feel like, a, a, a slew of, of golfing publications that you could pick up at the store, like Golf Digest. Oh, uh, see, I others, but <laughs> I haven't been in a store in like five years, so I guess I'm kind of, well, I just assumed I mean, all that stuff was gone. 
I don't even know either. I don't I don't meander when I go to the store. I don't go beyond the food areas. I don't I don't go down the there's a whole well, at least there used to be. I'm not sure if there still is a magazine section. They don't, and, we would have ours right at the checkout lanes, like right there. I wanted to get back to where we left off on our previous. We're on uh, day three of our ten-day masters coverage. I, I don't. I don't know anybody else in the world that's doing this. So this is obviously the most comprehensive masters coverage that you'll find anywhere in the world. We Absolutely. Are, uh, we left off. Uh, I actually skipped over a name. I don't want to. I don't want to skip. Like I think I skipped over him. Do you remember talking about Louis Oosthuizen? No, I would definitely okay, remember we, we if we had talked him, about Oosthuizen. Um, Oosthuizen. Yeah, I don't really have much to say. Um, I'm curious. I'm actually interested in getting to the category of golfers that, like, you're going off categories. And I feel like we're about to hit the category of golfers that I would call golfers who actually earn their way into this event, or golfers who actually deserve to be here. Okay. Because yeah, everyone right you've right mentioned that, up yeah. until now, except for Tiger Woods, has been pretty much straight trash, homie. No, you're right. You're right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Satoshi Kadaira. Yeah, I mean, um, do you want to know why there's, he a, there's a very short list of Asian golfers that are worth playing, and he's not one of them. He's an individual winner of a PGA Tour event that awards a full point allocation for the season-ending Tour Championship. So he's he's won in the past. He just he won a tournament. Yeah, so he's earned it. He's he's earned it, right? Yeah, but he still sucks. Okay, Andrew Landry. Same deal. He won the Valero last year, and he sucks. Aaron Wise. Also won a tournament last year and hasn't golfed well since. Literally not once, pretty much. Like, he's he's out of the loop. So this is where it gets interesting. I, I thought, uh, has, has DeChambeau not won a major yet? No. Okay. I mean, this is his year, right? Yeah, I mean, this is DeChambeau's tournament to lose, pretty much, I would say. I think it's, it's like, obsessed with the Masters. And I'd okay. be shocked if he didn't give it a good grind here. Shoulder well-rested, get his mind right. They're scoping the greens with his lasers. I think he's in great shape here. It, he, he's he's going to do well. Kevin Nye? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, he's kind of a has-been at this point, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, Kevin Na hasn't been good in a while. He was like he was a he was a legit top twenty golfer four years ago and a few years before that. I mean, he was really like a the kind of guy that you would want in a major championship, but um, he kind of has fallen off some since then. He was putting up like a solid stroke per round tee to green even without being a long driver and he doesn't he's a few years removed from that so he could have a moment but i'm really off him i'm not gambling on that you know what i just realized that that benny is not going to play in the masters did you know that uh not so fast my friend that's not settled well, yet he's not on the list i'm looking at here um he's actually definitely um, 
I don't understand what list you're looking at then. Uh, let me. Um, also, because there's still the Valero, so anybody can get in. Well, right. No, you're right. You could you're gonna qualify. cut and paste it to who? But, uh, this is all your fault for. I okay. No, I said I wasn't gonna get mad about the stupid list this time, so I'm just gonna let it go. But I mean, the I just don't understand why you picked the worst possible list. But that's we can talk about that off air. Talk about it off air. Okay. Anyway, he isn't on this list, which is the I mean, this is the PGA's list of. I mean, he's never won, so that's a problem. Um, he didn't finish. What was I just looking at here? He did not finish um, in the top fifty. Which seems impossible, because I thought he was like a top 30 golfer. Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, you're right, he's not qualified. I thought that I bet, I thought I already had a, a futures bet on him to win the Masters. <laughs> you, bet, you bet on him to win the Masters when he's not even in the field. I mean, it's it's easy to assume he's going to be in the field, but Yeah, I, he can still I play like his way in at the Valero. Right, he could win the Valero, but I mean, we're generally sitting here with our pants down, talking about how great this guy is when he's not even in, in the field. This, well, not this week, but next week. Yeah, it's a shame. I mean, it's pretty much only winners, I guess. And then, like, how does Charlie Hoffman get in? I, did I miss one there? <laughs> what is where is Charlie Hoffman on that list? What's his category? He's like number twelve or thirteen. On uh, what? I mean, it's not numbered. He finished like, what in the top category? 12 last year. He finished top 12. Oh, he finished top 12 last year at the Masters. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah what a dick. I don't know why you need to call him a dick, but but okay. Um, <laughs> because he's taking Benny on spot. Okay, but ben, Benny didn't play in the Masters last year probably, right? I don't know. I don't remember. I have to think that if he hasn't. If he's not playing this year. He's never played. Well, okay, I don't finished, know. He finished. He finished tied for thirty third in in twenty seventeen. That was two years ago. Yes. Anyway, uh, Ben on you were asking about him in the Valero. Well, what uh. Yeah, the reason it's like okay, so he's like a beast. He's an absolute beast. He's he's a top thirty golfer in the world. Um, I just made that number up. I don't. I hope somebody's well, it's, listening. You know, I, that's because that, that's what I just said. But he he's apparently not because he's not in the but top. Dude, 50. it's just like the top sixty four teams don't get into the NCAA tournament. I don't. It's not. This is not a. Yeah. Well, I know. I realize. I realize that. But, but I mean, still, yeah. He didn't play in the Masters last year. Tied for thirty third in twenty seventeen. Cut in twenty sixteen, and he hadn't played previously since his. I'm sure he was an amateur champion in twenty ten. So he, that's when he played in the Masters. But very, um, very funny how he's not going to be in the Masters. Anyways, dude, um, you keep saying that he's going to win the Valero and get in. You're going to eat your words. He's going to go back well, to back on y'all. According to the uh, gambling community, they agree with you. He's he's gonna win the Valero. 
Yeah, it's frustrating because nobody pays any attention to him. He's like nothing has changed at all with Ben on except this week in the Valero. He's like ninety five hundred bucks. People actually looked into him, and he's like they don't have a bunch of other distractions to get lost, and they don't make it that far down the list. And now everybody's on him. Like everybody's on the Ben on train. So are, just, you, are you saying simply because he's priced higher, he's getting more attention? As if it's, it's it's the same concept as we kind of talked about the other day offline where things that are more expensive are more appealing. Yeah, just like a banh mi sandwich. If you sell it for $4, people are like, eh. But you sell it for $10, they're like, wow, that's probably a really good sandwich. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if, if I ever run a food truck, it will be overpriced because I feel like that's how you get notoriety is overcharging for things it's called gourmet gourmet uh speaking of gourmet let's move on to michael kim uh not as good as ben on brant snedeker also not as good at golf as ben on keegan bradley oh he's a beast this is a great spot for keegan people give up on him because he's terrible at putting um but he's not that bad. It's like it's more the story about his putting. There's a lot of scars there when guys were like going huge on Keegan Bradley like three years ago, and he would just wreck people. Um, he loses like under a half stroke per round. Um, he's well within the means, and he did it. He won a playoff event last year. If he can win a playoff event, he can win the Masters. Uh, he's a good play. He won a playoff event. Oh, you mean the. The PGA playoff event. Yeah, not the NFL playoffs. Well, I thought you meant maybe like a sudden death playoff, but I, I see what you mean there. Ah, yeah. Um, okay. Kevin Tway. Nah. I mean, again, he just, yeah, he won of an event. Yeah. It took us a while to get here, but now we can finally talk about Matt Kuchar. Wow, yeah. I don't know. I want to root against him. Charles um, Harrell III. He's just, he's always been the most mediocre. Can't say anything bad about him. But. Adam Long. I'll be interested to see how Long does this week. He's one of those guys in the category of like he snagged a win and just kind of checked out, like an Aaron Wise. But he's got a little bit of a pulse, Tita Green, still recently. Like, I don't know. I don't think he's generally that good. But if he were to come out and do something at the Valero, he'd be a really interesting sleeper play at the Masters. Ricky Fowler. Not interested at all. One of them continues to be one of the most overrated golfers in the world. Um, Two putting dependent, which does help him sneak up and win tournaments every once in a while. But yeah, like it's in DFS. If he's overpopular, that cancels out like the upside of him like sneaking some big wins every, you know, regularly. You know, he's good. Like I just, he's always like five hundred or a grand more than he should be, and his putting's not that reliable. J.B. Holmes. Yeah, that's a fascinating one. No one will be. I mean, it's he won at the Riviera, which um. I mean, in theory, this is a Holmes could do really well here, but he's not shown it whatsoever um, since the Riviera. It's the kind of it's maybe the same take as the speed thing. Like not not quite that he's due, but he has that game that's built to kind of go low, and he could just have a good week, and it wouldn't be that crazy. Um, 
Keith yeah, Mitchell. so I mean, I would do it with a guy like JB Holmes, who's going to be really cheap and really low owned, rather than like, well, let's roster Jordan Spieth for ten grand and like he's due. Um, yeah, fuck that. Keith Mitchell. I mean, what he's been on a roll. He's still solid. People are going to be like, oh, the stage, blah blah blah. It's got to be his first Masters, right? Um, throw all that shit out the window. He's been raging. He could do some damage here. Okay, um, Paul Casey. Interesting. Um, he's got a good Masters record. I I just miss, like, he's been a really good play for, like, the past three Masters, and now he's kind of, his game has come back to earth, and people have finally given him some respect, so there's not really an edge there in playing him anymore, I feel like. Yeah, he was super exciting for your uh, from your perspective for a couple of years. It felt like, and then then he finally <coughs> won, and everyone started giving him credit, and then he kind of eased off. Yeah. Okay, moving on to the next category. Um, qualifiers were for previous year's season-ending tour championship. None other than Patrick Cantlay. Oh God, fucking living legend. I mean, I, you know, what could I say? All around game, all around competitor. Um, I'd be surprised if he doesn't win a Masters at some point in his career. If he if he stays healthy, he'll win a Masters at some point in his career. Why not this year? Billy Horschel. Uh, I don't. And neutral. Pat Kizier. No, total trash. He shouldn't be anywhere around there. Okay, probably our second favorite Asian in the field, Hideki Matsuyama. Well, Benon's not in the field, so... I mean, Matsuyama... I think we actually didn't talk about him yesterday, which is a shame, because it's really all there is to talk about. Um, Matsuyama... I mean, the guy walks on water. He's... Easily a top five golfer in the world right now, um, and somehow it's buried. He's just been buried here. That's a that's a strong take. I know people are like, "Oh, what about the OWGR?" I'm looking at T to green stats, and my man is slaying it. Uh, there's no reason to not have him. hundred uh, percent, every format, every site, roster Hideki Matsuyama. He's too cheap. He's not. You know, he should be fifty percent owned for that price. The guy, people forget so quickly what he brings to the table. It amazes me. Keith Mitchell, though, by the way, is is uh, he will debut uh, in the Masters. Okay, so you ready to move on from Hideki? I, th- I thought we were gonna just going to turn this into the Hideki Matsuyama extravaganza, and it sounds like he had about 30 seconds of material, and that was it. I mean... We got eight more episodes. I don't. We could have a whole Hideki episode if you wanted. Kyle Stanley. Yeah, something's been wrong with him for a little while now. He's not really playable. Gary Woodland. Beast. Gary Woodland is a great play. Um, he's a guy that. He's. He just this this reputation of being a bomber is really sells him short at this point in his career. He's a, a become a really good all around golfer, and he could definitely do some damage here. Okay, it's moving on. We've got two categories left here, and this is number eighteen in the category list. 
top 50 on final official world golf ranking for previous calendar year. See, I don't understand how Ben On wasn't top 50 in the world. But it's but if he played overseas more, he would easily grind that out. But because he he's grinding, and I'm done with it. All right, life's not fair. Alex Noren. Nah, he's been out of it for a while. He's just something's wrong. I don't know what it is. He's not really competitive. Ty Hatton. Ah, total crapshoot. Uh, I mean, gosh, he's got the talent, but it's just total crapshoot. He's jumping around between Europe and the States, and it's hard to get a, a peg on him. But I, I would, I can't say he's terrible, but like he's a long shot. He's well, got some pulse, though. Have you analyzed European results at all? Sure. Rafa Cabrera Bello. Um, again, he's overrated European player. Not worth rostering at the Masters. Eddie Pepperell. Uh, not overrated European player that is not worth rostering ever. Kiradech Afferburnrat. Oh, Lord. I mean, I love this guy, but I would never risk money on him. He's, he's just bizarre. He's like he's like a modern, like, uh, John Daly-type figure with the cigarettes. And, like, somehow he just smooths it every once in a while for four straight rounds. But he's just generally not that competitive. But every once in a while, man, on a big stage, he can just wallop some in there. But, yeah, no, I can't rely on him. Well, how did he get to be top 50 if he's not that good? Well, he, like, he'll win stuff, like, every once in a while. I mean, he, he I didn't say he wasn't that good. He's just, oh. like, he's one of those guys, like, he's the equivalent of, um, like, uh, oh, who's the guy that used to play for the Baltimore Orioles and hit a lot of home runs? I'm talking, like, five years ago. Not Chili Davis, but, like. Oh, Chris Davis? Third baseman. He Chris ended up Davis. going no, uh, well, they, uh, he played first base, didn't he? He ended up going to uh, Seattle. Not Chris Davis. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. He ended up on Seattle. Ian Poulter. That's a golfer, not a baseball player. <laughs> well, going back to Barrad. Um, you you made a, a a John Daly comparison. Do you mean like just the way he looks, like he's a large man? Yeah, he's or... a fat fuck, and he smokes cigarettes on the course, and he just like I don't. He's just kind of got this game where he'll just like I, I don't. I guess he can like get hot. You I know. I don't think that's a, a just smoking cigarettes is quite enough. I feel like if you're gonna go daily, you've got to go at least. You know, we have to have a, a, a known ex, um, example of him going barefoot and playing golf. Um, maybe no, a lot of alcohol I, is involved. I mean, I assume if you smoke that many cigarettes, he's probably drinking. But I, I gave you three points of comparison. I don't, and you just fixated on the one. <laughs> okay, uh, Ian Poulter. Uh, I mean, he's got some life, but I feel like people give him way more credit than he deserves. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I like playing him when people are off of him. We had a good run of that. I feel like he's going to be on the radar enough here, and yeah. 
he's been hot with the putter lately, and so I'm not. It's easy to fade that. Okay, that's that's very interesting. Uh, let's move on to Matt Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I don't really know who he is. Um, not interested. You don't know who he is? Like, literally, you never heard of the guy before? Well, I mean, if you want to get into Ramana Maharshi stuff, I guess, you know, he is the infinite substratum that underlies all creation, just like all of us. But, I mean, as far as, like, a professional golfer, I, I, I mean, I'm being a little bit sarcastic, but he's just, yeah, he's a nobody at this point. I'm okay, not so interested. You, you made fun of me for saying that Hideki is, was our, our second favorite Asian in the field, and I think our number one is going to be Hatong Lee. No, Hideki is definitely more favorite than Hao Tong Lee. Oh. Okay, I thought Lee was, was playing well recently. I guess I'm just... No, I mean, not really. He's, he, Hao Tong has got that weird thing where he just gets hot. I, I rostered him in the match play because he has some good results lately, but they're all over the world, which is typical. He doesn't play a lot outside of... Uh, I mean, he plays like Europe and Asia more. Um, so yeah, he was a guy that was interesting in match play just because there was very few low owned golfers <coughs> with a pulse there. And he's the kind of guy that could do well in match play more than he puts up, he, you know, he'll like get a hole in one and then make an eight the next hole, that kind of guy. Third base for the Orioles, uh, five years ago would have been Manny Machado. Oh, God damn it, dude. Like, well, designated hitter, like, you know, Manny Machado didn't go to Seattle, Danny Valencia? No, like Mark. Oh, Mark Trumbo. That's who I'm thinking of. Trumbo. How, how complicated was that? Um, so let's. Whoever we were talking about, he's like the Mark Trumbo of PGA Tour, where it's like if he plays, he might hit three home runs in one game, like once every hundred games, and it's like, oh god, every time it's like, but what if he hits the three home runs this time? I gotta have, I gotta have one lineup on him just in case, right? Or he's like, no one ever owns him, but he could just blast off. But it's like, you're just going to... It's chasing something. I don't know. Who That's haven't how we I talked feel. about yet that you'd like to talk about? There are six golfers, uh, seven golfers. Uh, I'm trying to think anybody... who's not come up. Because I know Cantlay and Matsuyama were like the two nice ones. I mean, dude, I told you, I can't just pull names out of thin air. You want me to guess who's left? Are they? Well, I don't, I'm just. Yeah, who? Who? I mean, you would have said Benny. If but they're guys like Matthew playing. Fitzpatrick and Hao Tong Lee, then I'll never guess who they are. Um, if they're guys who are like actual PGA Tour professional golfers, then maybe. Um, let's see. I got a list here. If we hit, yeah. Um, Half an hour. No, I was thinking Molinari, but we covered him. Leishman, have we covered him? Yeah. Really? Um, Webb, yeah, we covered him. Cameron Smith, not interested. You haven't gotten to him, but... I mean, Cameron Smith is just such a wild card, but I can't ever actually put money on him. Um, I think I mentioned Cameron Smith's name. Yeah, you Lots. like Cameron Smith a lot. Brandon Grace is someone who you're going to get to. Ah, Brandon Grace. We're like at the, we have not the ass, yeah, ass end of the Euros. Many, yeah. We don't even Great, need to talk about any of these European guys, really. 
Brandon Grillo? Grace. Who? Emiliano Grillo. Grillo. Is he in the field? Yes. Okay, yeah, he's a good play. Okay. He's not European, though. He's Argentinian or something like that. So, yeah, those guys, you're going to mention um, Thorburn Olsen. Yeah, uh, I that's mean, another guy. Honestly, I mean, he if he's low-owned enough, he's a punt. He's a legitimate punt. Shane Lowry? Oh, man, no. I, I think, yeah, he's just been too far out of it. I don't, I okay. mean, let me look at his number here really quick. I'd be curious, because he's going to be, like, under 1% owned, so that's always, like, possibly interesting. But I don't even see him on this, on my list here. He must be out, like, injured or something. Who? talking about here Lowry oh well he's on he's qualified um couple more names that yeah we're gonna just ignore here we got Matt Wallace and not a real golfer Justin Harding he doesn't count oh Harding is a guy that like people will talk about people will roster him so I'm not gonna touch him he's got some skill but he's got like a little bit of a rep right now so he's not worth rostering in the Masters I would say most likely. This is an inter- inter- interesting category. That the 50 leaders on the official World Golf Ranking published during the week prior to the current Masters tournament. Yeah. And we're sure that, that Benny doesn't qualify. That's crazy that Ben On is not in the top 50 in the world right now. Uh, I mean, he's so clearly such a great golfer. I love that. He's number 54. I mean, I, he's, he's right on the edge. He's, he's got 54. It. Okay. So, I mean, it would probably still take a pretty massive pull to Valero to bump him in. But I wonder, there might be... A, oh, no, it doesn't It doesn't even work like that because it's already been published. So, like, even if even if he got, like, second at the Valero and got up to, like, 49th, it wouldn't count. It's already set. I mean, it's a very strange worded category here. It's, it's the ranking published during the week prior to the current yeah. Masters tournament. So is that like, when does that week prior well, it's, begin? And it's worded funny, but that means the one that's out now. Yeah, the one that we're looking at right now. before. The yeah, so before he's the he's out. He can't play his way in unless you win. They set it up like that. You got to win to get it. Um, yeah, 54. I hope he loses. I hope he gets cut at the Valero because... I mean, by the time he comes back around into play, like after the mat, people have totally forgotten about him. And like, I want to make some hay on Ben on. If he wins when he's like 25% owned, that'd just be a shame. Okay, so you're hoping that I lose money this week because you've told me to bet on this guy. And now you're hoping that I lose. I thought we were friends, man. Nope. Not anymore? Okay. 